Brian King. You're watching On the Road with Dr. Brian King. I say, I say, you're on the road with Dr. Brian King. Hey, I'm Trudy Trollope, and you're on the road with Dr. Brian King. Hi, this is Nick and Tina, and you're watching On the Road with Dr. Brian. Folks, this is Dr. Brian King. I'm here in Newport, Oregon. And uh, if you haven't been to Newport, it's uh, it's basically dreary and wet and cold and rainy in the summer. No, uh, it's nice. And uh, now it's a, it's a wonderful place in the Oregon coast. Uh, obviously, I'm here with um, my co-host, my regular co-host, Miss Sarah Bollinger. How are you today, Sarah? I'm doing well, and we have a little co-host as well today. So if you hear some little sounds, there's first our daughter Alyssa, uh huh, who's speaking up. There and she is, right there. Also, we have another little co-host. Well, I'll wait to. <laughs> right. So we have a. So we have two. So we have one, two co. Two two hosts and and a, and a half. Two and a half hosts, I say, like me, you, and, and Alyssa. And we have actually one and a half guests. Oh, that's <laughs> so right. There we go. That's right. Yeah. Guests. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, so this is your first podcast, so you'll all forgive <laughs> you. Uh, our guest today is uh, is not only uh, a, a very interesting person, is in a really interesting life. Uh, she's a, a comedian and a spoken word performer, a storyteller. Uh, also, uh, as as a day gig, is uh, works in mental health, and so has a, a wide variety of, of interests that she draws from in her performances, and of course, and and, and just everything she does. Uh, a very artistic, creative individual who has been nice enough to give us. Her uh, guest room for the past couple of nights, uh, Charmaine Douglas. You right make here. me cry. That's so sweet. I intend to make you cry. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what, what we, we do. do. Yeah, that's what we do. We, every, every time in this podcast, we got to make somebody cry. It's, uh, I was kidding when I called it On the Road. It's actually Make Somebody Cry by Dr. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> uh, how are you? Grand. How are you? I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. And we have Sadie here, which oh, is our other half Sadie. half guest. If you hear some some uh, paws hitting this the floor throughout this podcast, example, it is not Sadie. the baby. Uh, <laughs> there she goes. There we go. There we go. So we got paws. We got crying. Perfect circumstances to record a podcast. Absolutely. You know? So Charmaine, tell us about tell uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Who are you? So, well, um, that's an awfully complicated question, isn't it? No, <laughs> it's, very it's actually very, it it's a very simple question. <laughs> uh, you see how, with the ease in which I asked it? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm a, I'm a therapist. Uh-huh. I'm a licensed professional counselor. I am um, a creative genius. I mm-hmm. guess you could say. <laughs> I'm a writer. I am a storyteller. Um, I did comedy for about three years, but the the long distance piece of it um, yeah. has been a struggle. So I'm when you say long hiatus. distance, you mean there's there's not a lot of comedy out here in the coast. Not no. not in Newport, and also it's a very small town, and uh-huh. I'm a therapist here, and my comedy is um, not about. The people I meet with for individual therapy—it's about um, me uh-huh. and my personal and private life, and 
a lot of times I take some of my jokes to the extreme, and I just, uh, I really don't want to combine the two at this point in my life. Yeah, I want your, one, one, of your, one of your clients to see you performing. I'm Talking like, about my vagina. Oh my God, I did not know her vagina was so smelly. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I could hear something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of vaginas, there's been a lot of talk in the uh, uh, in the comedy community <laughs> recently that all female comedians ever talk about is vagina. So, That's all I ever talk about. Uh, so, Sarah, what about you, man? You, you talk about your vagina quite a bit. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> there are how, a lot of female comedians who do, but that's not all they talk about. Right. And how quickly did mm-hmm. you get to this topic? I'm really <laughs> impressed. Uh, for the record, I can rewind. You brought it up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Oh, God, it's me. <laughs> the female comedian brought up the uh, the, the vagina. Uh, I do have a lot of interesting things Maybe to say Eliza about is on to something. Too, yeah, though. please. Yeah, talk about it. You know, it's funny because this podcast, is, uh, we're, what we're talking about right now is extremely topical. It was like yesterday, and this podcast gets released a couple of weeks from now. People have forgotten Eliza completely, you know? Right. <laughs> but you talk about your vagina quite a bit. <laughs> I guess so. But, you know, I think when, you know, I, I was brand new to comedy. Um, I know my vagina well. I masturbate a lot. I just thought that would be, you know... No, it's a good I don't thing talk to talk about, about my vagina exclusively. Let's just right. clear the air. I uh, uh, <laughs> did you hear the uh, recent Amy Schumer uh, Netflix special? Did you watch no, that? I haven't seen it yet. Don't. <laughs> Why? Is it Do terrible? It's it's it's. Uh, I had to quit it. I, I just it's the only one that I couldn't finish. Oh God. It was that, I so it was, love Amy Schumer. I love her too. I, I wrote about her. I love her. I wrote about her in my book. I'm a big supporter. I'm a fan. But I have. I have honestly. I well, haven't been watching recently and I don't even know yeah, I don't even yeah. have an explanation for that. Recently it's been terrible. Uh, and the, what uh, happened? It's just nothing but my, my vagina smelly. That's all it is. It's so the, it's, uh, it just gets old after yeah, a while. Yeah. And it's not even uh, a new take. It's not even a fresh take on smelly vagina. That's probably you know, why it's uh, smelly, because it's old. <laughs> <laughs> Clean your vagina, Amy. No. <laughs> I met Amy Schumer in New Orleans once, and uh, her vagina was fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know what I loved about her show is that it was such a. Um, it wasn't just about her vagina, mm-hmm. although she kind of takes the 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 extreme um, sex stuff mm-hmm. and incorporates it into sort of a women's rights mm-hmm. sort of. I'm just going to talk about this shit, and you're going to have to deal with it, kind of thing. Um, that's why I loved her show. One, my, one of my favorite episodes was the the whole um, oh shoot, what was it? The the men in the in the courtroom that where she was on trial mm-hmm. for talking about it was based. You know, I don't. I think I saw one episode of oh. the show. So I'm a, you know, I five know. angry men, ten angry. Oh men. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like ten angry men. Ten yeah. angry men, and they they took that um, that old movie and made it yeah. into a. Um, or was it twelve? Because there's twelve, like 12 angry men. Because there's twelve it. people on a jury. Right. Right. Uh, a five person jury, you're getting screwed, man. Right. You know? And and it and it was just great. If you haven't seen that episode, that is the episode to watch. So, uh, so let's not talk about other comedians because you know <laughs> they they have their own podcasts and they have their own ways to to promote themselves. Let's talk about us, our favorite subject. Now, here, really, we uh, we Sarah and I have gotten to know quite a bit about you. First, I think it's interesting your name, Charmaine. Uh, Where does that come from? It is a waltz. My mm-hmm. adopted mother named me after a waltz. 
And actually, um, Sarah knows more about it than I do. Well, I was excited. Like, this looks very familiar to me. And, uh, yeah, in tango, there's a version, a Spanish and a tango version of Charmaine, mm-hmm. which I happen to actually like the lyrics better, so I'll have to show you later. But Have you uh, have you danced uh, to I her have. name? I don't remember it. I should look it up so we can keep <laughs> it in the background. You we'll danced do it to my name? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'll have to find somebody to dance with later in Montreal this summer and, and dance for and you dance to see, show. What, see what it inspires. <laughs> dance to Charmaine. It's yeah. rare, you know, when people ask me where the name came from, I saw I'll say it's a waltz, and uh-huh. it's rare, and usually that the conversation ends there. It's rare uh-huh. to find somebody that is like, oh, a waltz, I, I know yeah. that. I know, that I, know, I know that song from uh, Tom Waits. <laughs> I think Fred is, uh, Fred is there. Somebody yeah. sang the words at one point. Oh, yeah? Well, the, anytime you think of waltz, uh, for for the most of us, or for a lot of us anyway, uh, we think of waltzing Matilda. You know, the, 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 and so that's that just, really. I'm not one of the people that think. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> <laughs> apparently you weren't a counterculture member in the '80s. I don't know. <laughs> I totally was. What is waltzing Matilda? It's a Tom Waits song. Oh, waltzing Tom Waits. You know, Matilda. I don't know how I miss Tom Waits yeah. in oh. the '80s because I love him now. So but... good, so good. Well, obviously, I love him. He doesn't need promoting. I don't know. As an actor, not as a musician. As an actor, I don't even think... He hasn't really done that much, has he? He did uh, Mystery Men. You know, he was in that movie. He was in... Uh, you want me to name the movie? He was in Ghostbusters, he was wasn't in he? he was in Seven Psychopaths. He oh, that's in, right, he was. Um, he's been in a lot of... Um, uh, oh, God, I'm so bad with names. <sighs> Yeah, let's move. All on. right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna come to me. So, uh, so, uh, so, what do we, 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 Sarah and I uh, arrived in Newport Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, after a really long and uh, difficult road trip. That's uh, true. Yes. Yeah. What, what were the circumstances around our road trip, Sarah? Uh, we had five days, basically minimum eight hours a day, which turned into at least eleven to twelve each day. Because we're traveling with Alyssa, yeah. who is now nine weeks old. And she keeps demanding and that we pull over to change her diapers. She's awesome trooper traveler, <laughs> let me just say, for any child. <laughs> but, um, yeah, children have demands, of course. They need diaper changes, and they need to be fed. And they hit their walls, just like adults yep. do, and need breaks. And uh, So we did tummy time at truck stops, and <laughs> stretching breaks. Yeah. And, All, yeah. So five, day, five days of difficult travel. And I just want to just go on a record to remember this. It was really tough. Uh, <laughs> it was really. If Alyssa ever listens to these podcasts when she's older, I just want you to know, Alyssa, uh, the third day that we were on the road, you were such a pain in the ass. <laughs> you actually got your daddy stressed out. Every, that was cool. Every tw- <laughs> we had to pull over every 20 miles to change a diaper. I, I think that Alyssa figured out that she could get breaks I think uh, by, by peeing. There. Yeah. Yes, yes. So if you're listening, Alyssa, I loved having you here. <laughs> you're not an asshole. Like father. Not describes. at all. Nah, she's great. You're beautiful. We actually made a game out of it, and uh, Brian got quite nerdy. We did. I, I started collecting data, uh, and I'm going to write up a paper about diaper mileage. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I was reading yeah, that on Facebook. I have all this data that I'm going to write, and I'm going to compare 
Diaper mileage to miles per hour. Which one's the better predictor of travel time? Uh, you know, I, I, think, that, I, I think, think that's a paper. I, I think an so. Academic paper. Yeah. I read. No, I, I, I don't know. It might be published in science, maybe psychometrics. <laughs> <laughs> it might be any number of the top journals. Uh, no, but we, we did that five days uh, so that we could get here because uh, you had arranged for me to, to do a speaking gig over here. Can we talk about that a little bit without sure. getting too specific? You know. Yes, absolutely. Because I don't think. My place of employment would necessarily want me to be identifying them with vaginas and the other things that we were just talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it They was, have vaginas, though, right? They uh, Not all of them. But, oh, yeah, um, that's true. And actually, I cannot verify that, so... You've never personally seen their vaginas. Not all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, is there... At the interview process, do they have to whip them out? Is that, is that part no. of it? Okay. So, um, so yeah. So I work for a community healthcare um, agency, and we have an annual conference. Um, and the conference last year, we had I don't know who got the speaker, but he was awful. Mm-hmm. He was racist. Um, he was homophobic. But I, in that, I can't even imagine how in that subtle kind of way yeah. where you can't you couldn't actually. He was from the south. Just kind of twerk your head sideways and go. Right. He made one comment that I wish I would have stood up and asked him a question about it. It was is around the time of that shooting at a gay bar. Mm. Orlando was that the? the yeah, one? and that was just recently too. So yeah. the same time of year, and where it was almost a hundred people were killed, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, the way he worded it, he was. I don't know what the topic was, but the, the, what he said was. A um, hundred people put their life in harm's way, and Wait. I was stunned. I yeah, st- no, you're not putting your harm, no. your life in harm's way by going to a gay bar. No, no, no they were out that's not a reasonable exactly. risk. No. Yeah, and, yeah. And I was so stunned that I'm like, is that what he just said? Wow. And I had a conversation with another therapist afterwards, and both of us said, God, I wish I would have raised my hand and, and said, Did you just say? <laughs> but we didn't. Anyway, so last year's conference bad speaker and so I decided I was going to be on the committee this year I actually had you in mind I think I I think I texted you right mm-hmm. after that and I'm like that's it I remember it yeah. I am not going to another one of these and listening to a shitty speaker <laughs> I'm gonna get Brian and it ended up working out and so so yeah I was on the committee we had a great group of people on the committee we decided to make it about gratitude and so mm-hmm. We had this big promotion, this thank you promotion. We had a little website where people could just say thank you to their coworkers for, you know, letting them go first at the copy machine or whatever. And we got a huge response. We were able to plaster the walls with all of these thank yous, almost 500 thank yous. Wow. Um, and, <clears throat> you know, it, it was just, it ended up being such positive energy and, mm-hmm. and your, um, you know, you were the keynote speaker, last one of the day, and your um, the information that you shared just sort of tied everything yeah. together with the gratitude, and it was awesome. It was well, anybody, anybody who follows me online will know that uh, every day on Facebook, I post my gratitude, uh, the three things I'm grateful for. And I've been doing that on Facebook now for a couple of years, but I've actually been doing it for a long a time longer than that. Uh, it's uh, uh, believe it or not, folks. Uh, if you're listening and you and you don't know why I do that, uh, it helps to train your brain. Uh, it helps to train your brain to think positively. Uh, it helps you to uh, li- to be happier overall and to help de-stress. Uh, mm-hmm. 
And, uh, and obviously, you do it once, it doesn't have a measurable effect, but you do it over the course of several months, and you, see, you start to see a noticeable effect. Simple thing, simple thing that I do every day, and it works. Uh, so gratitude is one of these areas that people don't really uh, fully appreciate, mm-hmm. that when you express gratitude to other people, you are, in fact, actually doing something for your own right. sake. Right, right. Um, and because I'm a therapist, I knew that. And so going into the whole thank you campaign, I think it really improved morale overall mm-hmm. because when somebody did something nice, they were you know, saying thank you out loud more frequently. And just the act of doing that makes you feel good inside. And mm-hmm. then obviously hearing it makes you feel good yeah. inside. Yeah, and it increases your awareness too. Uh, yeah, there's all kinds of things that we can that in our lives that we can appreciate that we don't. We take for right. granted. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and so, it was great, and I really, really have a lot of gratitude to you, <laughs> oh, for, thank you. <laughs> for coming in and doing such a great job. I have a lot of gratitude for you for that breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and how's that chocolate style? And the, the chocolate style is delicious, although I'm double fisting chocolate style and coffee. <laughs> uh, I take a sip of the coffee, then the, then the chocolate style. Welcome to my world. This is yeah. brunch, so it's right. Right. Exactly. It's the It's a man-mosa is what it is. It's a stout and coffee equal man-mosa. Uh, <laughs> No, it's uh, yeah, it's really tasty. Wait, is this a, a Trader Joe's brand? Trader Joe's, yeah. So that's nice. Trader Joe's is good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you really can't go wrong with chocolate stuff. But I have uh, I had a great time, uh, and we, I think we, and Sarah, the reason why I wanted to bring it up because uh, the last episode that we published on this podcast was uh, was mainly me and Sarah just talking about being new parents. And Sarah talking about her uh, experiences breastfeeding. Uh, yesterday, I might have been the keynote speaker, but Sarah was like the star <laughs> of the entire. Like, you got so much attention. Right, I was so surprised. I was just doing my thing that I do as a mother, feeding Alyssa, and uh, I don't really hide it. I just feed her where I need to feed her. And uh, had several nurses come up to me. I guess there's a big group in your group that right. are lactation specialists. <clears throat> it's not my, my area, but there's a group that go to um, that really promote and help people learn how to breastfeed and take right. care of newborns. Right. And um, and they all. I don't even know how big the group was, but I think they must have all individually came up to yeah, me and told a, it's me a how small wonderful group. it was to to see that out in the open. One of whom even. Um, has her own daughter and granddaughter who are feeding and she said oh yeah she'll feed at home no problem but out in public just doesn't feel comfortable doing so mm-hmm. and um, so it was interesting to get that much feedback about yeah. it and that much congratulations and all these kinds of things about how well I was doing with it uh, you know it is still an issue where it really, you know, I'm not doing it for activism. I'm just doing it to be my daughter. Um, although I do do it for that reason too, because I think if you want, really believe in something, you have to practice what you preach and show mm-hmm. other women that it's okay. And what is stupid thing to be against? Uh, well, so I ridiculous. find that the people who are against it most tend to be older women. Mm. And um, speaking with one of the uh, participants yesterday, she said that's, Maybe because of a mourning of their own, you know, certain generations were told not to breastfeed and they were mm-hmm. you know, told to feed their children, I guess, milk and caro syrup. Right, right. That was what um, my mother was told. And and different things where they themselves kind of feel guilty. And so there's this 
kind of jealousy that now women, it's becoming acceptable to do right. and whatnot. Every once in a while I get flack from somebody else. Um, you know, I think I mentioned uh, mm-hmm. at a coffee bar, there was a gentleman there one day who got upset and told the waitress, to, <laughs> should I... I don't should, like looking at them boobs. No, he said, uh, he was very What's offended. <laughs> yeah. He said he was offended and would you go talk to her or should I? And she said, no, no, I'll do it. I'll go ahead and take care of it. It's better that you don't say anything. And she never came over to me. <laughs> so it was kind of cute. She appeased him. And yeah. I, I heard it and I'm like, I'm just getting ready, you know, those, on the defense. <laughs> those exposed boobs are offending me. You know yeah, I, mean? I don't get that. Yeah, I don't get it either. I really don't. I actually, just because I'm out of curiosity for women's rights, in the past had looked up, you know, where toplessness is accepted. And Brian and I have actually been to different marches throughout Canada last summer. Oh, yeah. World Topless Day or whatever it was uh, called. Really? Yeah. Canada, yeah. So. Well, Canada actually uh, allows for toplessness already. They were doing it to support the Americans that can't do it. <laughs> so. They support us in a lot of things <laughs> yeah. that we can't do. Yeah, and that way it's an equal rights thing. So I had looked up previously that kind of stuff. And, of course, just out of curiosity, when we go to different states in the U.S., I'll look up, you know, what are their current rules mm-hmm. and regulations. Some have rules on the books that protect you. Others is just culturally accepted. Others not right. so much. And um, I've kind of come up with this thing, no, no testing me anybody, but if anybody <laughs> complains about me feeding my daughter in public and they give me a hard time, I'm like, okay, if it's a state where it's topless, I'm just going to whip it up. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like the breastfeeding? Okay, I can go more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And well, Oregon's pretty progressive. But Oregon this is. And this they is a small, rural yeah. town here, yeah, yeah. so I'm thankful that... That yeah, it no, turned out okay. I'm a, at least, you know, you have a couple of weed stores. Uh, you know, maybe things will pick up here and people will relax. Oh my God, <laughs> we have like 500 weed stores. Oh. They all popped up. All what I was, what I was actually surprised when we entered the state, we entered on the east side and we drove through Bend coming mm-hmm. here and I didn't see any weed stores in Bend. That's like, that's uh, yeah. I was like, such a hippie town. I don't get that it. That is surprising. Yeah, it was weird. Well, you guys have, yeah, so maybe... Next time somebody gives you gives you slack over being uh, over breastfeeding or doing something else, just say, "Look, there's a store right down the street that'll totally fix whatever's wrong with you." All right? <laughs> like, like, trust me, I'm a therapist. <laughs> It'll help you be more accepting. I get people all the time who ask me for advice on on issues that could really just be satisfied by getting high once in a while. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Sarah, when you were saying that um, there was a theory about maybe they're jealous, Mm -hmm. you know what my first thought was? That they're jealous that their breasts don't look like yours anymore. Yeah. (laughs) But it was a time, I mean, you know, it's unfortunate. It's It's sad. That there were generations that were taught to be ashamed of their body, do things, you know, and, uh, it's still you know, there. It's it's it still is. there, right? Absolutely. But but more so for them, and and unfortunately that that was their life, and mm-hmm. they had to live through that. And uh, by the time the culture changed, uh, you know, nobody wants to look at them. Yeah. <laughs> no. So many secrets. Yeah. If you look at if you look mm-hmm. at the generation, you know, generation or two before us. We, we didn't talk about anything. Everything was no, just right. kept at home, right? You didn't talk about sex. You didn't right. talk about, you wouldn't even say boob yeah. in public. Which is which is which is ridiculous too because uh, you know like if you don't talk about sex I mean how are people supposed to know well you know there's this whole idea I remember when I got to talk you know I was like well 
when a man loves a woman, you know, they get together and then, you know, things just come natural. You I know, never and I'm had like, a talk. nothing comes natural. No. <laughs> yeah, know? I was fortunate, but it's because of my mom having the lack of communication. She's like, yeah, I was the youngest of brothers and sisters, and I didn't know anything about my period. Even though I had older sisters, I had no idea. I just went to the pharmacy and bought my own tampons and kind of had to read the directions wow. and figure it out. And, uh, you know, that's just how it was. And even my grandparents, you know, they had all these kids, and my grandmother's response was, well, you know, it really wasn't really socially acceptable. We didn't have right. access to birth control back in those days, right. and we were a healthy, young Catholic couple, so we <laughs> had a lot of kids. Yeah, I yeah. had, you know, I learned about it in school. I remember that they had the, the video or whatever, not the video, the film back then. <clears throat> but I had so many questions, so right. many questions, because I didn't, and they didn't explain it 100%. And I went home and asked my adopted mother, and she, she, <laughs> we had we had a house that um, you could actually walk in a circle through the hallway, through their bedroom, through the living room, through the kitchen, through the mm-hmm. hallway. And I was asking um, my adopted mother about my period, like, you know, how will I know? And I remember she was trying to run away from me. And we walked in a circle <laughs> around the house. And I'm like, you need to answer me. And she's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and well, your, and your adopted mother was also substantially older, too. Like she was, yes. so, so she was. And, and mentally ill. And, yeah, but and she, an alcoholic. <laughs> but she was definitely from that era where you where it was more likely right. to not be something you talk about. You know what's crazy is I don't even I, I my uh, my my okay my uh, sex ed in school was so bad that I had no idea what about, I, I didn't know anything about menstruation. Right? I have a very vivid memory about being on a bus where um, somebody somebody some these kids these kids these these girls were on the bus and they were they had some dumb joke and the joke was like uh, are you a uh, all right they would say hey hey like Brian and say hey to me are you a pig and I would say no, and they would say, "What? Well, you're not a pretty intelligent guy, you know." <laughs> and then I'd say, "Oh, well, if that's what pig means, I guess I am." And then they would say something, "Are you a pig with or without periods?" And I would say, "Well, with periods, of course." And only girls can have periods, <laughs> and uh, and they're laughing, having a good time, and I'm sitting there going, "What the hell just happened?" Right. <laughs> like, like, what's a period? What are you talking about? You know, like I had no idea. I, well, I do remember we that. Enough, we don't have very much power in the first place. So. Uh huh. We take it where we can get it. So there you go. Okay, so that was them exerting their little bit of power. Exactly. And now they are, I could be happy that they're making 70% of what I make. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and still making fun of you, probably. <laughs> yeah. Remember that guy in the bus? <laughs> remember back then when he, he didn't was, even know. He was crazy. He didn't know what a period was and nothing. <laughs> I do remember that. I don't know why, but it's stuck in my head all these years. I remember uh, not knowing what a period was and trying to figure it out you know and uh, you can't figure out something like that on no. your own it has to just happen yeah especially as a guy where that's completely foreign you know it's like what the, what is it yeah. my thing was the questions i had after the film was about an erection mm-hmm. they didn't explain that fully to me so i didn't understand how that could get into that (laughs) (laughs) and I I remember nobody would talk to me about it it was I the first person to explain it to me it was my friend Kathy 
and she was telling me about this dream that she had. And I was in high school, so I was probably 15, 16. And she said she had this dream that she went to a school dance, and she sat down on a boy's lap, and he had an erection. And she started laughing. And I, so I started laughing, too. And mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And and she could tell. And she's like, you don't know what an erection is, do you? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. It's like when you, you know, erect a bridge. Or <laughs> she's like, let me explain it to you. And I'm like, that is what I always wondered. Now I get it. Yeah. Why didn't sense. anybody tell me? <laughs> That's funny. I remember uh, speaking of breastfeeding. This is I don't know why we're suddenly talking about childhood, <laughs> you know, stories. But I remember when I was a kid, uh, you know, and, and all the boys are bragging about the the experience they've had with girls, you know. And I hadn't done anything because I was a late bloomer. And they were like, uh, hey, "You ever you ever suck? You ever touch a boob?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I've touched boobs, man. You, know, <laughs> you ever suck on a boob?" I'm like, "Yeah, I've sucked boobs." <laughs> What's it taste like? It's like, man, it's good, man. <laughs> it tastes really good, and then they, and then there's milk that comes out, and then and then they're like, what? She was pregnant? <laughs> like, like no, she wasn't pregnant. Well, how was their milk? And I was like, I don't know. There just was. <laughs> like, <laughs> Obviously, you're making this story yeah, up. No idea. No idea. Um, so uh, we've gone a long. Apparently, culture's gone a long way, but it's still got a long ways to go. Because uh, I, I think that Sarah's breastfeeding shouldn't even be something people really would acknowledge. And that's you know, society should be at that level. You know. Well, I, you know, when I see it, I want to watch. Not as a voyeur, but just it's just I wanna, such a I want to film it. No, it's such a beautiful thing. I want to film it and charge people to watch it. <laughs> it is. It is interesting especially if i'm in, like for example some of your book signings i'll be in the bookstore and i'll find a chair and sit down and she's got to eat so I, it's kind of interesting to see how different people respond right and, you know i had one lady who was reading a magazine and she kind of lifted up the corner of her magazine so she couldn't see like pretending like she was putting mm. a curtain and, right. and that was her her own little thing that she did Interesting. or I'll have other people who kind of hover I mean, they're obviously done with whatever they're doing but that you know they kind of voyeuristic kind of curiosity right. or I had um, another person who I was actually sitting back to back with and I hear this guy say to the person he's with oh my god are you seeing what I'm seeing can you believe that nowadays like it's so, such a range and gamut of yeah. energy and expression and about yeah. something that should be so incredibly natural right so what, how does it feel when I walk up to you and I'm like oh that's so beautiful do you just do do I seem like a weirdo no okay good. No. <laughs> this is why this is why but this is like this is why you got more attention than I did man nobody was paying attention to my keynote address yesterday they were all just like Wait, can you hurry up so we can go talk to Sarah <laughs> Nah, they came out throughout the day but I was at the book table and uh, at first, people were kind of just going by, and they were talking, and I'm like, okay, I'm kind of here to sell books, not to talk about my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> you should put a, boo- a book right next to your boobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or get a little tattoo yeah. that's right on your boobs. I have actually been, been doing a little series on Instagram called Naked Girls Reading, um, where I've been <laughs> taking pictures of topless girls reading my book. Uh, but the book is like covering the boobs, uh, you know, so... <laughs> So if you want to take one of those after this podcast, you can be the next one you, in the series. You just yeah. really want to see me naked, don't yeah, you? Yeah, pretty much. I want to see everybody naked. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see your dog naked. I want to see everyone. She is pretty naked. Yeah. Oh, she's been quiet this whole time. <clears throat> she's out sunbathing. 
Ah, she's, she's having a good time. She's sun right now, so she's got to partake, right? She is yeah. actually laying in a pile of soil that she dug out of a potted plant that I planted oh. yesterday. So, so uh, we're, we're getting towards the end of the podcast. And let me just say, how long have you lived in, in Newport here? Coming up on four years, probably three and a half years. Yeah. One thing we do like to talk about when we when, on these podcasts, because it's on the road, we like to give people a feel of what these different places are like. I mean, how would you? We've described it as sort of a small town, right, on the coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I said it was dreary and rainy, but it's a, it's a really nice we, community. It's not though. dreary and rainy right now. It actually no. was supposed to be rainy, but the, the sky is opening up and it's sunny and... Um, you know when it's not when it's not raining and it's not raining all the time. It's gorgeous here. It's mm. just beautiful, and the 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 beaches are awesome. There you've got the pine trees along with the you know the rocky ledges and then the sandy beaches and the rocky beaches. There's just so much to see. It's gorgeous here. Yeah. It's a nice place to come and visit yeah no i I definitely agree with you there (laughs) (laughs) it might be a little too small for my taste as far as living right i just miss you know home depot and target and stuff the hustle and the bustle Mm -hmm. and the um, the The, comedy stages right the fred meyer and the walmart agree Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Lots of good seafood to eat. There's here. no oh, there's a Dungeness crab, like mm-hmm. my favorite and thing. Oysters. Yeah. Oysters are big. My favorite thing to come out of the ocean is Dungeness crab, and mm-hmm. it's in abundance here, and it's in season. So after we get done with this, we're probably gonna go get some. Yeah, uh, it's a great place to visit. Cool. Yeah. So if you're on, uh, if you're out there and listening, and you. You have a, a you want a, a need to go to the Oregon coast and uh, be close to an ocean, but without actually having the ability to get in the water because it's too cold. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we also have the Rogue Brewery. Oh, that's right. I love. I'm not drinking right now, but uh, oh my, the, uh, that, you are <laughs> totally drinking. I struggle. Literally, right I, now. I'm double, I'm double fist in a beer. You know, we should just go to the Rogue now that I'm going to be drinking. You know. But, uh, and no, I, I love the Rogue Brewery. And it's it, it looks like it's expanded. Uh, since the last time I was here, it looks like they've added a distillery. Uh, and they have like a, um, a little tram that takes you from the brewery to the distillery. I oh, saw really? That. Yeah, I saw that you yesterday. You know, I haven't actually been on the other side of the bay. I've been to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. That's the Rogue Brewery restaurant. But I actually haven't been to the actual brewery itself. Oh, really? But they serve food there now, too. So I think yeah, it is yeah. expanding. Yeah, I really do. It's becoming big. So it's a nice thing to visit. When you're in Newport, and then of course you know there's there's lots of tourism here, uh, which is kind of interesting. You got the Ripley's, and you got the the Wax Museum, which is kind of those are those are things that you don't find in towns this small. When, you, when I first came to visit here, and I was walking down along the bayfront. What what I thought was it looked like a little miniature San Francisco because we've got yeah. the bridge in view of the bayfront, and you know with the Ripley's and the just the way it's set up, it did remind me of San Francisco a little bit. Yeah, no, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, it's a nice place. I've always said Newport was my favorite spot on the Oregon coast because uh, I always forget that Astoria is also part of Oregon. Right. right? I really like Astoria. Uh, I love the whole, the entire Oregon coast. It's, it's really nice. It is. It's a. At some points, it's it's more. It's less developed than California, right? You right. Know? Exactly. It's, it's nice. Yeah, all the most of the cities along the Oregon coast are very rural yep. and unique, and um, people, you know, 
The people are very friendly. Yeah. As uh, as we found out with our visit here. Uh, so, so thanks for having us. You're uh, welcome. It's been great. Sarah, would you like to uh, 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 wrap it up for us? We'll see you next time on the road. <laughs> the reason why I asked Sarah to do it is because the baby's starting to whine. And so <laughs> I think she's leaving, folks. Yes, folks, this has been uh, On the Road with Dr. Brian King, my co-host, Sarah Bollinger, uh, our guest today, Char- uh, Charmaine. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And please uh, uh, subscribe and follow and watch everything else uh, on Podomatic or Facebook or YouTube, wherever we post things. Uh, uh, just check it out. And thank you very much. Bye-bye.